I was in a very amazing mood until I <laughs> I've been trying for the past 20 minutes to purchase this book on my Kindle that I turned on after a year and a half being off and I'm just having the worst time downloading my books. <laughs> so I was in a, I was in an amazing mood until now. But Hello. <laughs> I'm so happy to be here. Welcome back. Welcome if it's your first time. Um, very, very happy to be here. Thank you for tuning in. It's been a very intense past couple weeks. I've been off the radar in here because I had one of the worst weeks of my year. And by worst, I don't mean in the I don't mean in the pitiful way to just be saying that loosely I uh, they were just very emotionally draining and very very challenging mentally and even physically um yeah definitely very very tough past few days so this is why I'm here today with a lighter topic this is why today I'm bringing you the ultimate well-being body gift <laughs> gift list idea um if something gift thinking about gifting things and seeing it looking at everybody being so excited about Christmas time and everything has kept me a little bit hopeful a little bit grounded um these past couple weeks have been very very intense uh but at the same time um this time of the year comes every single year comes by and in in um in different tapping into different parts of me and I am feeling quite grateful this year very very grateful very reflective um and very full and happy at the same time I've been doing some reflecting of how I'm closing the year um versus how I started the year and I'm quite happy. I'm very proud and but yeah, I'm I'm exhausted as well. I'm so so exhausted. So yeah, I thought that this was the perfect moment to talk a little bit about the the one thing that's been constantly, well, one of the many things that have been constantly on my mind for ever since December 1st hit. And that's been gift giving, because who doesn't love gift giving or gift shopping? Um, this time of the year is very special. Um, it's also extremely commodified, um, and that could be something that triggers a lot of anxiety and mixed feelings and even anger or sadness to some people I want to remind before anything that the season the holiday season looks very different for everybody it's not just candy cane and cookies and all I want for Christmas is you by Mariah Carey by the way um for everybody I think that each person has their own circumstances in this case in their family you know, if they have access to their biological family on these during this time of the year where there's a little bit more emphasis on uh, getting together your, with your loved ones, that could definitely trigger a lot of people who've gone through trauma, who've gone through a really hard year, who've gone through loss. And I just want to send to send them a lot of love and acknowledge that. Holiday season looks very different for everybody, and especially during these dates, we should be very compassionate and empathetic towards those around us, because as beautiful and magical and winter, so, no, winter, what am I talking about? And summer, it's the summer here. As wonderful as the summer is right here, right now in the Southern Hemisphere, and as wonderful as it is in the winter wonderland, Northern Hemisphere, each person is going through a different holiday season within the same season we all are in. So I just want to acknowledge that to remind ourselves to be kind to each other, to be kind to ourselves. It's a tricky 
it's yeah, it's a very tricky season for multiple reasons for some people very emotional times very beautiful happy full of celebration full of gratitude but yeah it doesn't look the same for everybody so i just want to acknowledge that and when it comes to gift shopping and gift giving uh not everybody has access to buying purchasing lots of things for their loved ones and um yeah gifts are symbolic for sure uh but at the same time of course they're part of the of the holiday season so um there's a lot of anxiety for some people around gift shopping and uh maybe guilt around receiving gifts so uh that's my little disclaimer before starting this video which is mainly talking about gifts and uh once again i think gifts are quite symbolic i i love giving gifts uh even a little bit more than receiving gifts i for a long time i used to feel very uncomfortable receiving gifts but then I allowed myself to receive them with love, with the same love that I give them. So now I enjoy both ends. And that's why we're here today to talk about gifting during the holiday season. Um, with a little twist, I, I believe in the power of consumerism, of consumers and within the consumerism realm, I believe that our choices matter and um, where we put our money towards also matters and makes a, a, a slight difference and we can advocate and kind of um, embody our values as well um, through the through gifting okay wherever we put our money in is the way that we are showing up for what we believe should have our money, okay? Um, I don't know how to put it in a better way. So just looking around me and looking at, um, you know, like how crazy the sales get and how crazy, um, how crazy busy everything is and how everybody's really stressed and excited about Christmas shopping, I, I just think even more about what I'm going to gift this year, what I've been gifting the past couple of years were now that I'm a little bit more conscious about where, where my money goes, uh, who, which businesses I'm supporting, who I don't want to support, <laughs> um, what I want to give, you know, I think when there's a little bit more of conscious choices, I, I just think a lot about, um, how that manifests, um, and how it manifests to gift giving and shopping over these uh, holidays. Uh, so yeah, this gift list is a little bit of everything, but um, it's a list that I put together of things that I believe are more, um, yeah, more consciously chosen, more sustainable, more ethical, not necessarily the three of them at the same time, more meaningful as well. Not necessarily all of those things at the same time, but for sure, um, kind of going a little bit beyond what uh, what the system sometimes takes Christmas as, which is a time to spend a lot of money and Christmas wash <laughs> everything and kind of like demeaning the true meaning of, of Christmas, which comes from, um, it's kind of somehow tied to Relig religious beliefs and uh, family and gathering and being grateful. Um, so I think we we can absolutely preserve some of those values and enjoy Christmas for what it is. And um, on another note, I'm not shitting on people who choose to go for more traditional gift giving, who are buying gift cards and toys and stuff like that. This is just my personal take on a gift list because I love looking at what people are getting for Christmas what people are thinking of buying and this is just my own personal picks and the things that I believe are great gifts for your loved ones and those special ones in your life so let's get started let's get started I this is this list is a mess by the way I 
wanted to throw my little disclaimer out first and foremost. I've kind of changed my perception of gift giving and mostly receiving. I I remember there was this one time when I had a when I hosted like a a Christmas dinner and somebody came with a loaf a fresh loaf of bread of sour of sourdough bread and my mind went directly to what is this what what what, what's the point of this I just don't I, I just could not understand you know and this loaf of bread was just like beautifully wrapped and like paper towels and and it was still really warm and beautiful and and it smelled amazing but I was like how is this how how can this be such a precious gift you know it's like how can this be something that you by itself just take to a dinner where you're sharing with everybody and then I I realized that my conception of gifts comes from this very um consumer focused and industrialized idea of going to the to Toys R Us going to the toy to the toy shop whatever they're called toy stores I don't know I'm going there and buying gifts and wrapping them in shiny paper and you know everything is brand new everything comes from yeah from stores and my idea of gifting and Christmas was directly tied to the kind of attitudes and consumerist values that we see um at the Grinch for example that's kind of like my idea that I had for a very long time and then I started um reframing that looking at what people um more delicately put together you know like when kind of leaning more uh towards the gift economy sort of situation where it's kind of like more about sharing what we can make what we have more meaningful gifts they could still for sure be purchased they are not always uh secondhand um and they all look pretty different you know it's always not always the same um yeah I, th- I mean it's such a varied concept and it's such also an ancient but new in our times, new in our era of highly consumerist values that drive every single holiday that I think we're kind of, we we need to kind of trace back to the gifting, the true and genuine gifting of our goods and what we can, and what we have access to. So it was a very beautiful lesson, just, you know, like coming across this person, bringing this beautiful, fresh loaf of bread to share with everybody. Uh, and then later on, of course, I learned the process that goes be- behind sourdough bread or any sort of bread. But sourdough is something that I I, I love um, and I would love to learn about. So, yeah, I was like, whoa, that's a very beautiful thing to bring to a dinner. Um, anyway, yes. So first and foremost, I think we need to reframe gifting and we need to explore the symbolic meaning and expectations of gifts and Christmas in general. I think Christmas has become this holiday where we gravitate around gifting and where we believe that that's the way to go. And if you didn't participate in within consumerist culture, consumerism culture, you did you actually spend Christmas the right way? You know what I mean? I feel like that's kind of how it goes. It's that that we that we very that we link it to purchasing and consuming things so I find that really really interesting I think it's very important to approach the the season reframing what gifting is I I've I've um I've come to really appreciate and understand from knowing what my love language is and how I feel loved by other people, what a gift truly is. I grew up thinking and always being very spoiled with gifts from my family members, from my friends. Um, I was always, yeah, a very gifty person. Like I loved making gifts. I remember spending so many hours like going to bed at like three in the morning when I was like, I'm not even joking, like primary school all the way to 
early years of high school, like spending the whole day, whole evening, um, de decorating cookies and cupcakes and writing letters and, um, kind of like making like these little bags with like treats and sweets and stuff like that for my friends and it was not even for my friends only it was like for my entire class uh, it was it was like my tradition I remember every single year because it was multiple times a year it was like Valentine's Day <laughs> and um I can't remember if Easter but like Valentine's Day let's say Easter um somebody's birthday Halloween oh my goodness Halloween Christmas so it was kind of like a few times a year and I remember just feeling like I was in like genuinely celebrating this holiday because I was making something that people were going to enjoy and love and that's when I started feeling really connected to gifting and the, the whole concept of me thinking that the holidays were about making or acquiring holiday themed things to give to people um so to me that was a very solid meaning in my mind um so I think it's important and I mean now that I don't do that anymore sometimes I generally feel like I'm not doing it right I feel like maybe I'm not embodying the Christmas spirit or that I'm not really you know that good of a person anymore but then I remember that that's just a different conception that changed over time for me when I started appreciating other things um, beyond gift, like physical gifts. Like for me, I started appreciating more, you know, sharing dinner with people, you know, like having a shared dinner, making meals for, you know, going on dinner, whatever, you know, kind of like more of experience based um situations rather than gifts so I think to me that started really shifting my concept of gifting so I think for yourself it's I uh, yeah approaching these holidays these dates before engaging with your consumerist habits if that's something that you have never thought of I I would encourage you to do it it's really interesting to see where your ideas from yeah this whole holiday concept come from and if you've ever questioned them and if you actually still resonate with them and you believe in them and you want to put so much of you towards that cycle because it's a cycle everybody so yes let's get into it finally 20 minutes in yay so first things first I okay I live in New Zealand and there's a store called Trade Aid I uh, people I think people either love Trade Aid or hate it. I love Trade Aid. Trade Aid is a store where all of the goods are brought from different countries in the world. And it's mostly made by artisans from developing countries, including my home country, Mexico. Mexico, sorry, not pronouncing it the white way anymore. Um, from different places in the world, developing countries where they're usually exploited and trade aid what they do instead is pay living wage so it's kind of it's actually selling goods oh my god shut up I'm sorry <laughs> it's actually selling goods for kind of like with a greater cause it's really beautiful handmade stuff it goes from ceramics mugs bowls you know kind of like kitchenware to clothes to decorations notebooks it's like all sorts of things tea um chocolate you know, everything that could be certified uh, fair trade. I learned about fair trade uh, a couple years ago and I was just in love with the concept of fair trade. I know that the, the system by itself is not really made for ethical consumerism to thrive fully. So once again, I asked myself, is there a way to actually consume ethically? I don't know. Is there better ways to consume Absolutely. I believe there's better ways and there's businesses who are actually aiming to do that to kind of like give you a product, give you a service um, while at the same time providing support or advocating for a better way of making things. In this case, making business, making money, selling commodities. So something like TradeAid is an amazing place where you can buy your gifts for your loved ones. Some people... You know, some people are not really that into gifting. Some people would just go to the warehouse, go to the st 
to the supermarket, find a mug and gift a mug full of chocolates to their auntie. You know what I mean? If you're those kinds of people or if you actually don't are not looking for something so personal, I mean, if you're going to buy a mug from the supermarket or anything, just chocolate, whatever, these kinds of stores with these initiatives are actually making a difference and you can actually advocate for something better and by gifting something like this it kind of it's exposing the person who receives a present to something a little bit different if they're if they if they have never encountered it before so i think that this is kind of like a like you know sort of also promoting something that you believe in or you know promoting something different and making good like it feels good to acquire things from these places because even if uh, the system isn't perfect uh, we don't see the communities we don't see the people the artisans who've made everything we somehow are there's some sort of more honest and secure way of knowing that um, this is actually supporting and going beyond the capitalist <laughs> mindset <laughs> of selling things and making money so I my first thing would be look at places that have that are kind of like more value focused this is not very sustainable in terms of mm, in terms of what's the name of the um eco digital digital sorry the footprint uh eco footprint is that what it is green no anyway the fo- carbon ca- carbon footprint carbon print anyway this is these are things uh that come from all over the world so absolutely it's not fully sustainable um in terms of yeah in terms of like all the fuel that it takes to bring everything from all over the world um but on the other hand we have something that is actually sustaining and providing for communities uh from all over the world so and you know it's made with sustainable fabrics and um yeah if sustainable materials most of the times so if you have anything accessible to you in your hometown that's similar to this concept where they might not even be bringing things from all over the world but if it's something that even better supports people from your country from your uh hometown uh from your community that's amazing what i'm trying to say here is that if you are after some sort of generic <laughs> gift, there's ways of getting those generic gifts ethically sourced or at least a little bit more. You know, with some, with perks beyond just what the object is, you know, if it's if it's ethically sourced, if it's local, if it's supporting um, something else that it's not like a massive chain that earns a million dollars a day, good on you, amazing work so this is my first idea just kind of um moving on from from thinking that everything we can gift or what we can acquire directly comes from the supermarket it doesn't and it shouldn't or from big chain stores from you know whatever there's so much that is made locally beautiful products beautiful people that are involved in their projects so get involved in your community like get to know who your artists, artisans, whatever are, and support them. Support them if you're after something in particular, after nothing in particular at all, if you're just after something generic. Look at those ways instead of um, try it, try it, try this year, um, stepping into that uh, more alternative (laughs) way of gifting. Next, um, notebooks. I read notebooks because I'm obsessed with notebooks. I'm a slut for notebooks. I, I love them. I, all my diaries, my di- oh my, that was really cringe. All my journals, sorry everybody, all my journals um, are, yeah, are just notebooks that I've been finding um, kind of everywhere really that I have been gifted, I've been finding, that I love, and I just, I truly use them. I really, really go through notebooks. So there's people like myself who love notebooks, and notebooks are always a really great idea. Um, I love moleskin. Um, I know, I don't really know actually how sustainable they are, 
But um, once again, I think this is all about a balance. And I also think that when you actually gift something meaningful, there's less chance that that gift is going to go to the rubbish the day after, you know? So um, I guess it's all about the balance and all about thinking and being being thoughtful about the gift and about the person. So notebooks, um, even, I, notebooks can't really be acquired secondhand. So <laughs> I guess in this category, I will also say secondhand books are a great idea. Um, a nice notebook, a nice calendar, a nice uh, agenda or diary is also really, really lovely present for somebody who actually cares about paper about having everything organized written in hand really really nice gift that's something that I find really useful and love so secondhand books I love going secondhand book shopping Um, I have a couple of my favorite ones and they have amazing books I love the vintage collections of travel books and cookbooks Oh my goodness, I'm obsessed with them. I love cooking books. I unfortunately, I sometimes cooking books when they're vintage, they don't really age that well. Sometimes they're just loaded of <laughs> sugar and ingredients that they later on found out that had a bunch of I don't know, it's just it it really depends, but some cooking books are really are really beautiful. Um Yeah, like coffee table books, really beautiful stuff. Um, and those can be found in secondhand bookstores, which is amazing. So notebooks firsthand <laughs> or secondhand books, amazing idea for book lovers, notebook lovers, uh, your fellow writer friends, etc. Next, we have something that supports your loved one's hobby. I have a lot of hobbies. And hobbies can be really expensive, especially if you're into film. <laughs> if you're into shooting on film, it's really expensive, acquiring the film, developing over and over and over and over again. If you're into painting, arts and crafts could be really expensive. You know, if you're into music, if you're into anything really, it's an amazing gifting opportunity to buy something for your loved one that supports their hobby. So if you, if your loved one, if your friend, significant other loves going on hikes, loves sport, reading, painting, any sort of art and craft, um, taking photos, anything, um, an amazing way of supporting their, their hobby is getting something that aligns with their hobby and, as maybe not so special or not so surprisey as we think it is, it's definitely such a satisfaction when someone gives you something that you know you're gonna use. Like it's just amazing getting something that it's so on point with what you usually use or what you would purchase. You know, it really alleviates when you know that you are, you know, that you that you received something that you are not gonna throw away or donate the very next day. So something that supports a hobby, it's a great way to go. Very thoughtful, uh, very meaningful as well. And yeah, it also shows that you care for the person, you know, that you care for the person, their hobbies, how they develop their talents or what might become their further interest or anything of that sort, really. Next, we got snacks and homemade goods. I love cooking Once again, since forever, I've been so in love with making something and then gifting it. I think it's the most special thing, something that it's made by yourself. And when I started seeing just people gifting things that they make, things that they bake, I it just really melts my heart. And it's a, it's a very simple gesture, but it's something ideal for when you are on a budget or you don't know what to gift or the person just has a <laughs> has a sweet tooth and you just want to give them a little card, a little letter or as a little complimentary something. So homemade desserts, homemade cookies, homemade brownies, something try a recipe and then you can put them in a jar you can put them in like a little um cloth uh, uh, towel-y situation and wrap it up and 
paint a little card that's something very simple but also very meaningful i love when people gift me things that they have baked or cooked themselves it's very very special and it's a really nice gesture even for when you're going on a little dinner for when you're going um on a little party a celebration so it's something really really simple but it's once again going back to what is available to you to what uh gravitates around what we can make with our own hands so i think that as cheesy as it is um no pun intended eating goods snacks (laughs) anything like that is a very special a very special gift especially sweet stuff desserts um who doesn't love desserts get on decorating some cookies some donuts some brownies and that's the way to go painting cards okay story time I was going through this year I've been I've moved like four times like I've moved houses four times and I was going through my desk through everything that I have kept letters and little things like that like papers and stuff and I I found these cards that I painted last year. I started painting them last year, Christmas cards. I've been doing that for a few years now. I kind of like just sit down and paint with my watercolors and acrylics just some Christmas cards and send them all over to friends and that I haven't seen in years or family when I'm far. And yeah, just painting cards and sending them all over and whatever. But I found these cards that I painted last year, but I never finished because I just got so depressed. <laughs> I got so depressed about not being able to spend Christmas with my, with my family once again because of COVID. I was so sad that I just did not finish the cards. Like I I just left them there and they were in my in my desk sitting there gathering dust. So as soon as I saw them, I pulled them out and now they're the cards that I'm going to give this year. I've been painting them and I'm going to send them away probably between today and tomorrow. So painting cards is an amazing alternative. It's an amazing way of um, saving you some money in buying cards or, you know, more environmentally friendly, even if it's not a plastified paper card. But it's also a way of tapping into, I mean, if you're into painting, into your creativity, your hobby, um, and it's a way of making things way more special. I'm a firm believer and I'm very romantic when it comes to these things as well. So I would understand if you're not. But I'm a firm believer that those small gestures and handmade things are way more special, especially when they come from a loved one and when it's something handwritten as well. So if you're a card sender, you know, sometimes when it's a holiday season and you're very far away from loved ones and all you can do is send a card uh, that's a very lovely way to go. Just painting something, writing a little letter, a little poem, whatever, a haiku. Um, it's a really nice way to personalize something that might be coming from very far away, you know, and the person who receives it is going to be very, very moved, hopefully, and very impressed by what they're receiving. Um, so painting cards is an amazing... Also, it's a great hobby to do, to do during the holidays. Very budget-friendly and something that's going to get your mind off the stress of everyday life. Painting cards, way to go. For your artsy friend collector, art from a local artist, a vinyl, some of their merch, um, a poster, um, anything kind that, that could support somebody in your community is a really cool way to go I love when I mean I love some of my local bands in my area and yeah I think that it's really cool getting to support those artists those people all all year long but in the holidays for someone who is really into music or really into art in general there's ways of acquiring those goods those um those things also giving back to people who are actually maybe struggling or are emerging artists or small artists artists on a budget indie as indie as it can get I think um yeah we could definitely support them during this time of the year which is 
very tough on some people and I can assure you that artists will very much appreciate some support during these times of the year. So now jumping into the category of well-being, self-care, sort of, kind of more of curating spaces and curating gifts I'm going to say a house plant if you're a plant mother plant parent um, and you have other fellow plant parents I I would highly recommend gifting plants it's a very beautiful gift that shows that you care for for their health <laughs> for their well-being in a way plants really elevate a space plants really provide um, beauty and love and as hippie as it sounds I think it's an amazing gift and they're very 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 they're very beautiful I a couple of days ago I stopped at um, a plant store that I really love and they had baby Christmas trees like I don't have a Christmas tree myself in here and I thought of buying a little Christmas tree as a little present to someone who maybe might be spending Christmas away from their family or who's you know whatever and decorating it and yeah I remember a few years back when I was living in Paris I bought this tiny Christmas tree and I decorated it with some lights and um, some decorations as well as just with my jewelry like I used to just like put my jewelry on the little Christmas tree and it looked really pretty as like ornaments so something like that could be very a very nice gesture for somebody who is really into Christmas celebration but for some reasons I don't know can't afford a tree has been struggling or just loves Christmas and wants to have a little baby tree on their desk for their jewelry as jewelry holder uh plants are an amazing gift that lasts if well loved and kept forever the plants that I currently have have been with me for three years now. They're the plants that I purchased when I initially moved here. And they've been with me throughout my whole degree, throughout my whole ups and downs and through everything they've been here. So I love them. They're like my family, like my pets. <laughs> so houseplant, beautiful gift for somebody who cares about plants and decor in a way candles you can't never go wrong with a nice candle I'm not talking about the generic ones I'm not even talking about the bath and body works ones that we were obsessed in 2014 <laughs> I'm talking about really nice candles some of those candles vary in price there's some candles that go from ten dollars sustainable beeswax and you know essential oil sort of vibe or some other ones go up to 70 80 dollars or more um depending on what you want to spend on these candles you can't never go wrong with candles i love candles so much uh they also elevate your space they make something as you know like something as mundane as making up your room um waking up in the morning, going to bed at night, as something that you can ritualize. I think that when you gift something that might allow people to ritualize aspects, parts of their day, is a really meaningful and beautiful present gift. Something that might enable someone to feel more special in that regard. So I think that candles are an amazing way of facilitating somebody to take a little bit a little pause a little you know a little break and having their their space um a little bit more um warm and cozy and yeah it's very special I love candles uh just make sure that I mean this applies for everything but there's chemical free candles of course candles are also known for the chemical ones really toxic industrialized ones are known for spreading lots of chemicals and stuff while they're on so I would definitely suggest getting um like a good quality candle for sure and there's even uh tutorials on how to make your own candles I really want to make my own at some point I just need to get around like buying all the ingredients but I've seen some of my friends make their own. Um, I've seen like the whole wax, 
wax thing that you can buy to make your own candle and you know add your own oils and stuff so it's a gift that creates harmony in any space next a wholesome card gift set (laughs) this is something that i just came up with because i didn't know how to call it um but a few i think it was last year i gifted myself i think uh during the holiday season actually i really wanted to get into journaling with prompts with specific prompts so I bought this little pack of cards with different journaling prompts for different it's kind of like divided in four sections and each one of them is like for a different meaning sorry um, for a different purpose kind of and I I had this little ritual when I was very very low and yeah just really struggling this era that I had where every single morning when wanting to make it a habit, a sustainable habit, I would just take it in the morning, take one of the cards and use them every single day to help my journaling practice. And I can say that these cards have been amazing. I've also shared them in journaling workshops that I've held. Um, They're amazing props as well for conversation. Uh, They're great. They're really, really great. And I've seen these cards in different in different uh places in different forms and shapes and different meanings but it's these kinds of cards that kind of like facilitate or aim for something you know it's I wouldn't call them like games but it's like this one the we're not really strangers card set where it's about getting to know your significant other getting to know your friends or whatever these kind of like prompts that provide you with some sort of substance that enables you to connect more with yourself with a practice in this case like journaling like mine or with with others I think that these how can I call them like cards like card sets card games card sets are very very meaningful and there's different initiatives different projects that gravitate around this and I think it's very special and a very great gift for someone who wants to get into a specific thing or you know who's very introspective in that sense next we got second hand cameras the best present I was just talking about this to somebody the other day the best present that I've received over the past five years I would say that has supported my career my hobby my mindfulness my presence my space in the world has been my film camera my baby canon a1 film camera that i partially bought and then my dad got for me uh at a at a market in in guadalajara in mexico and it's a very very beautiful camera that my mom and I found at this bazaar and she was like oh I like none of us had cash I left some money in and then my dad went to see my mom and yeah he came back with my cameras as a gift it was a it was the most special gift and he came with the a couple of accessories an extra lens and it was so special and that gift has enabled me to explore so much of my surroundings to support my freelance career as a photographer and to capture the best moments of my life around me. So secondhand cameras are the way to go if we're talking about film. Digital might be a little bit more expensive, but that's also another alternative for somebody who you would love to gift something, who's into the visual arts, who wants to get into it, who wants to upgrade, who wants to experiment. It's an amazing gift idea. I got my point and shoot film camera also secondhand from this like rescued camera shop in Auckland and they have like all ranges of films film cameras they have different prices different um, models different 
everything. It's amazing. It can go from $50 to $200, $300. So there's options for everybody, for every budget. And it's such a, it's such an amazing present as well. If somebody is not already into photography, it's an opportunity for them to get into it and also to like stop and appreciate things and capture their memories. I think it's a very special way of uh, gifting someone a prop that will enable them to do that it's so special I just I can't emphasize enough how much I believe in in those presents and in cameras in general I think it's very very they're perfect I love them so secondhand cameras there's stores online there's a lot of Instagram pages who sell them um, your local camera shop, you know, there's all places and they're mostly secondhand because they're from like the nineties. The point and shoots are from the nineties. The one that I have is from like the eighties, late, late seventies, early eighties. So there's a whole range of cameras that you can get for somebody who wants to get into shooting film or, um, who wants to, you know, upgrade or whatever or give it a go or if somebody already has a passion for taking photos for film cameras gift them some film some film is it's an amazing way to go for something if you don't if you're not sure if it's something that you know for sure they're gonna use and it's super convenient to have some film some extra film as a present it's so good so satisfying and there's also so many different films that you can get them. Of course, we all have our favorite film roles, but you can buy some cool expired film from somewhere online. Not so sketchy, please. Or, yeah, I mean, there's so much that you can get into when it comes to gifting film. So it's also a good idea for something that you know for sure the person's going to use. Next, we got for... The um, the well-being baddie list, essential oil diffuser or essential oil in general, something that once again uplifts your space and harmonizes the environment. I know that there's a lot of I know that there's a lot of controversy around essential oils. Do they actually work? Are they worth it? I would say yes. There's this book called Brainwash. Actually, it's right in front of me. And it sustains scientifically how essential oils work and it's really fascinating. It actually activates, it's not about the essential oil itself, it's about the scent and how pure they are. So in this case, essential oils are very, very pure in their in their essence, in whatever um, their essence is, if it's lavender, if it's orange, if it's whatever. So they activate in your brain the kind of like what's, the the sensorial receptors something I don't know but there's science behind it that sustains it and that's the same thing that happens when we go on a walk in nature and we smell you know fresh air flowers uh trees whatever like those fresh smells it soothes our mind soothes our brain because it directly goes to the neurotransmitters and neuro receivers of sensorial signals whatever happens in there and yeah releases stress and calms us there's different different senses for each thing i i love lavender for a great sleep uh when i'm anxious i smell some lavender i sniff some lavender and yeah i think it's a very lovely way of uh once again elevating your space i love um, I'm thinking of uh, my local apothecary. They have beautiful diffusers, very, very beautiful, like glass, um, like glass tubes where you put your oil and then there's a candle underneath and it just kind of like diffuses the scent. It's kind of like very old fashioned, very old school, but there's also the ones that you plug in and, you know, they just do their job if you put some water in um yeah I've been I've been so happy with both of those I've tried them and I really really love how it smells and hey even if it doesn't really work it smells amazing and it does really get the festive 
cozy vibe in. So essential oils or an essential diffuser is a great way to go for somebody who you know really cares for their space or is really into like self-care and well-being and has some practices that align with this or already has an essential oil diffuser get them some essential oils some of those like rub on thingies rollers that you can get there's a wide range of things that you can get for somebody who's really into that already next is probably my favorite and the most successful that I can say I've tried throughout time and always works it's so so good and no signs, nothing new, but I just want to talk about it. Curating your own gift baskets. Even if they're not technically baskets, you can curate your own little bag, your own little box, your own little whatever you choose to hold the gifts in. Curating, for instance, a snack basket, a skincare basket, a self-care basket, packet sort of, an art basket is something that you can do if you want to give multiple little presents for somebody, if you want if you have some more money to spend on gifts for a special somebody, or if you're just in the mood to get multiple things, if you weren't sure of something and you just want to mix and match a few things. I love gifting this. Last year I did this with all of my family members and it was really fun looking for different things that even throughout the year I would see I mean I I, I'm not in the same place as my family is so I would throughout the year I would buy things that I knew they liked or they would like and I saved them for Christmas time when I was putting their little baskets together and it was a very very thoughtful present because it's the things that you know they like or they might like and it's like different little things and it's quite cute I really love it I was talking to my grandma a couple weeks ago and she was just telling me how she knows what she loves and she is a woman with a lot of class and style so it was it was so great like I I knew that I needed to put a lot of effort on her gift so I curated curated a little gift basket for her and got her so many different things that I knew she loved and she was just telling me that those have been the best presents that she's ever gotten so far just because they're so personalized and and yeah like I don't know I chose things that were uh her favorite colors and the things that she loves and you know what we've talked about inside jokes whatever things that she was actually going to use as well like functional things so curating your own little packets is a really great way to go if that's somebody who you really know and love and you know maybe it's a way that you communicate throughout holidays or birthdays where you each other where you gift each other different things like little goodies uh that's my favorite type of gift to give and receive as well it's really fun putting them together so definitely suggest uh putting those snack skincare art self-care baskets together uh and once again they could vary from place to place uh and last year something that I really loved was doing that with local businesses local food businesses from my city so I put like this massive box for my family and and it was lots of products from yeah, small local businesses that I love that I use every day and that I just wanted them to also share and enjoy. So that's definitely my way to go. And you can go from something as simple as snacks, desserts that you make or desserts that you buy or, you know, whatever to something a little bit more bougie and bring in products and candles. And if it's their skincare, you can put it in just making sure that it's things that you know they will use and they won't they won't throw away because once again if you don't know what to gift someone go back to the first point and find something generic from a sound source on that same note related to getting like goodies gifts whatever the curated gift packs I if somebody's a tea lover you can't you also can't go wrong with tea a nice teapot a nice tea mug 
tea mug, just a nice mug, nice coffee, you know, like nice tools for somebody who actually enjoys the experience of making their own drinks. It's so nice having and so satisfactory having your own really nice tools for that. Uh, Either it's the mugs, the whisk, the spoons, the the product itself, the beans, the 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 tea, um, to a kettle. <laughs> so I think that if somebody is re- really enjoys their drinks like I do, I would appreciate so much something in line with that. Because in most cases, people, I mean, some people really do put a lot of emphasis on the things that they use for cooking and eating and drinking, but some other people don't really, or some people do love constantly keeping up to date with the things that they like having and using for their own, within their own space. So I think that anything as simple as it is, it's something that you know they're going to use and it's going to go a long way. And it's also very thoughtful and it's a prop to elevate their routine or to ritualize their practice. I added as well <laughs> uh, on, the le- on the last point for physical gifts, I wrote in a chef knife. Listen, I love cooking and I, now that I'm a chef myself, I, I love a good knife. Who doesn't love a good knife? when you're cooking. It really does make a difference. It really, really elevates the cooking experience. So if somebody who you love loves cooking, is into cooking already or is getting into it and has the knife skills, has the cooking skills, definitely go for something like a nice knife, a good high quality knife. Again, they range from different prices, but it's definitely an investment. Like I can wholeheartedly say that it's an investment. Nice knives do matter. And just as nice cookbooks. I forgot to say this on the cookbook section, but going to a bookstore and looking at the cookbooks has become my my new passion. It's just, it's so nice. So if somebody just gave me a chef knife and a cookbook for Christmas, I... I'm sold. It's just, it'd be perfect. (laughs) Anyway, that's if, and if somebody is really into cooking and you really want to please them, chef knife. Finally, we have one of my favorite parts as well of this gift guide, which is something that is not physical, something that it's about about gifting moments, gifting memories, and that is gifting experiences, gifting in a different way that it's intangible, yet still very meaningful, still very conscious and aligned to your significant other, to your loved one. So I think that once again, using this holiday opportunity to uh, invest in, let's say, an experience for somebody who you love is an amazing way of gifting as well and showing that you care for them. I was thinking of scuba diving as an activity, for example. I I was thinking of gifting my dad a like a scuba diving introductory like dive adventure thingy. I'm a scuba diver and it's changed my life and I love it so much and I really miss it. I don't do it here because I don't have the guts to go scuba diving in the cold freezing water. Well, now it's summer. It's a little bit warmer, but I'm still kind of not really set on that. But I was thinking, yeah, of gifting... Uh, my dad or my mom who've been really interested but if you know if it's if they don't have anything booked they will never get around it so I was like okay if I gift them this they will definitely do it so gifting somebody an experience like that it it could be life-changing you know it could introduce them to something that they've been willing to do but sometimes when you just have so many things on the table so many things that you need to do an interest or a class or an experience that you need to book for yourself or that you need to sort out by yourself. It's a big task and sometimes it's really impossible to get around it. And when somebody gifts it gifts it to you, it's just kind of like the getaway ticket and it's yeah, the person sold. So, gifting an experience is an amazing gift. Also, for example, an appointment with a health coach, with a sex coach, with um 
a massage therapist, a Reiki session, facials, you know, something like that is really also life-changing, supports their well-being, their health. Um, my mother, she's, uh, she's a health practitioner and I know how meaningful her work is and how some people have come to her because it's gifts. It's somebody who it's gifting them their, the experience of, you know, potentially getting their life, um, on a different track, getting some professional assistance. Sometimes people can't afford that or they do not consider to get that for themselves so that as a gift is really nice um now sex and pleasure coaching it's something very it's something that's becoming one of the main things it's kind of still taboo in some ways but it's something that it's becoming its own niche and it's amazing work I I follow uh, some sex therapists that are doing incredible work and I've in the past I've taken a few sessions um, regarding trauma and I've gifted as well for people women who I love and who I think will take a lot of um, a lot of great <laughs> things from from that session with a professional working towards healing supporting well-being so I think that that's an amazing uh, an amazing gift for somebody also master classes subscriptions or a master class class i am a loyal member of master class i love master classes i have my own favorites and i go through them they have um yeah they have like all sorts of people in there the cooking um self improvement sort of direction art everything and I am obsessed with masterclass it was a gift for my mom last year and yeah she yeah she gifted me the subscription and that's been one of the best gifts as well so I think you can gift classes as well which is really cool like a whole class uh or section or you could go if you were wanting to for the whole year for somebody and that's an amazing gift if they are into improving their skills if they're like you know if you know that they're committed enough to you know take classes on a computer and like watch things uh as well as you know subscriptions like youtube premium it's a really nice gift as well my mom gifted me that last year as well and it's yeah it's really nice having um those kinds of subscriptions that actually support your intellect or you know like expanding your learning and knowledge and supports potentially I mean you know like your career um your health your mental health physical health uh this includes like an appointment maybe with like a personal trainer you know it's like there's many different things that we can do uh that we can get our loved one without being too you know like without seeming too pushy too tell them what to do uh, it could be a really nice thing as well and on this same note I have taken in the past I was obsessed with Airbnb experiences which I think could be an amazing gift as well when I was traveling when I was solo traveling um, three years ago around three before I moved here and the pandemic hit I um, I would travel on my own and I loved Airbnb experiences which is this little section in Airbnb which connects you to local um, local people who are doing different kinds of events there's from cooking classes to bike tours or walking tours uh, depending on the city you're in art stuff photo shoots all sorts of things like literally all sorts of things and it's connecting you to locals and it's also enabling you know the person to have a great time a great experience uh, they're really high quality things on there and it's very affordable as well. There's different different price ranges, but I usually found it very affordable and I was addicted to Airbnb experiences. I'm not even joking. I met so many amazing people through Airbnb experiences. So that's something I recommend if you're actually after gifting something, some experience. Um, on the same note, <laughs> the note continues concerts as well it's amazing concerts going to a gig um yeah something as intangible could be as meaningful or more meaningful and 
very enriching for your loved one during the holiday season. Ultimately, I think that gift giving is about gifting what we consider is a true gift or a meaningful one. I think that uh, giving material things is a very symbolic aspect of the holiday season, of the values around it, of togetherness and connection and love and gratitude. So I think there's various ways of practicing that without having to acquire anything, without having to go to the mall, to the supermarket, to the gift store and get things. There's multiple ways of practicing that and it's about asking ourselves what that looks like, how does that feel like, and if you're like, you know what, fuck it, I don't want to participate in this, this is not for me, that's absolutely fine. There's a lot of pressure to commit to this cycle of producing, consuming, um, going to things, be feeling excited for probably some something that you don't feel excited, for something that probably doesn't even resonate with your own culture or own beliefs. So that's absolutely fine. This is an opportunity as well to reconnect with what our true values are, with what our collective ones look like as well. And this is my little take on gifting. But I do believe that this is about gifting presence, gifting mindfulness and connection all year long and exploring how that looks like without the need of acquiring things. So to me, that's very important. That's actually way more important than anything else, really. Because at the end of the day, the intangible aspect of things is what actually makes them special. So yes, it's about looking at what actually gifting means to us and how that looks like. That's it for today. Oh my goodness. I feel like it took forever. Those are my ideas. I'm pretty sure that as soon as I stop recording this, I'm going to be like, I missed so many things. But um, this is what I had on my list. I hope you enjoyed and that this was some sort of uh, entertainment, but also useful information. I would understand if it's not useful information, I would not get bummed out. But if you enjoyed it, please share this episode and rate the podcast in five stars why not we have some five star ratings and it makes me really happy um I said some but all of this ratings that we have are five stars and that really fills my heart with a lot of joy so definitely not the last episode during the holiday season but I hope you have a gorgeous day a gorgeous week and that whatever you're doing right now I hope that you're safe and (laughs) me being a cancer right now. I hope that you're safe, cozy, and that you're having a great beginning of the holidays, whatever it is that you're going through. Either you're exhausted, excited, happy, tired, heartbroken, whatever it is. I hope that your space holds you with love and care and kindness. Thank you very much for connecting today and I will see you on the next episode.